This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Rappaport to the rescue with award-winning animal advocate Jill Rappaport. Welcome to Rappaport to the Rescue. I'm Jill Rappaport, and we have the most unique show today. We've never done anything quite like this, having a star guest and incorporating our one and only Bill Berloni in an actual training session. And not just any type of session. Bill has taken this person's puppy named Lionel and kept him in his home for the last week and for the next week and is going to bring the animal back and we are going to see the results and it is so exciting having this master actually train this puppy. Our guest today is Sailor Brinkley Cook. She's 22 years old, a model, a photographer, unbelievable health enthusiast. And if you remember on Dancing with the Stars, she actually filled in at the last minute for her mom, the legendary Christy Brinkley, who happens to be like a sister to me. Now, when Christy was in rehearsals for the dance show, she had a terrible accident, fell and shattered her wrist and arm, and literally said, Sailor, you have to fill in for me. And with less than 24 hours notice, Sailor was in rehearsal for like a day and a half. And next thing you know, she's on stage wowing and slaying everybody. I have known this beautiful young lady since she was literally in her mother's womb. And I can tell you, she is one special person. So committed to important things in life, so passionate, and not to mention, just beautiful. So today, our guest coming up is Sailor Brinkley Cook with our one and only Bill Berloni. And we are going to talk about the fact that she is a new pet parent to this beautiful puppy. And she was lucky enough to have Bill take the puppy. He has the puppy right now, and he's training this dog so that he is the perfect pooch for when he comes back to Sailor. Stay tuned. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There's no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Radio.com, TuneIn, Stitcher, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Rappaport to the Rescue. I'm Jill Rappaport, and I am joined now with someone who is like a daughter to me, the beautiful Sailor Brinkley Cook. She's a model, a photographer, a dancer extraordinaire, and she's got a lot going on in the world of nutrition. We'll have to ask her about that. But most important, and the thing that we are so excited about, she is a new pet parent to Lionel, and we are also joined with the trainer extraordinaire, Bill Berloni, 
who actually has Lionel in his possession. This is a very interesting story. So let's start with you, Sailor. Hi, Jilly. Oh my goodness, this is so cool to be on this podcast. I'm so excited. Yes, we're so happy to have you. And I know the last time Bill saw you, which was a little over a week ago, he left you in tears. What's going on with this puppy and why you were crying? I just got my new puppy, Lionel. He's a Cavapoo. And I've been trying to get a puppy for a very long time. I mean, it's been like two years now and I found Lionel and I was absolutely in love. And I've just created like such a intense bond with this little puppy. I mean, like he's sort of become like half my emotional support dog because he's just <laughs> been so just showers with love and he's the most friendly dog in the world. And like he, I've never had a puppy as like a grown adult. Like I've always had um, family dogs. So I was really capable of spending so much time with Lionel in the month and a half that I was, I've been with him so far and it's been so beautiful. And I've just created this amazing bond. And so I got connected with Bill Berloni through you, through Jill. And I read about him and everything that he's done in the Broadway and performance world and just like how incredible he is with dogs. And, and also I loved the fact that it was, he has his wife and kids and they all love dogs. And I knew that Lionel would be going to this amazing family. So when my mom said that we were going to go on a trip, my first instinct was no way. I don't want to leave my dog. And then it came up that, that, that Bill could take him and it was just very perfect. And I'm very glad that he's in great hands, but I definitely still miss him. And leaving him was one of the hardest things I've had to do. Which explains the tears. And I got you your beautiful dog, Chester, a rescue dog, but you were a little girl then, Sailor. And he was your beloved puppy, but he's become a member of the family as they all do. This baby, Lionel, is your child. And Bill, I know you went to the home and you know, you were basically telling them, okay, this is a puppy. All puppies need training, but it was a difficult thing to take the puppy away from Sailor for the first time, wasn't it? It was. It was. And I completely understand that. And it just goes to show the depth of her concern and love for this puppy, which is what I love to see in pet owners. But I did give her an acting exercise when we were leaving. I said, you know, if the last image of Lionel has of you is you're crying at the car, he'll be worried about you. So come put him in the car and smile. And then when you turn away, <laughs> start crying. And that's when when you walked away, I saw your shoulders going up and down. It's so bad, but I, I, I was trying so hard. You know, I was like, okay, like, you know, I took him out for his last pee and I was like, okay, <laughs> you know, you're going to have the best time. It's going to be so much fun. Like trying to do the happy, happy puppy voice. And then the second I put him in the crate, in the car, I just like, I lost it. I was, I, that's why I was like, I wanted to like properly thank Bill and like show my appreciation, but I was like, thanks Bill. I can't, I can't, I've got to go. And I, I walked away to try and not let Lionel see me cry. <laughs> okay. Now, first of all, we should tell everybody this dog literally has gone to Canyon ranch, a spa for pets. You know, most people, if they have to go on vacation, sometimes these dogs end up, you know, places where they're boarded for a few days or a friend takes them. I've been to Bill's home. It's heaven on Noah's Ark, as I like to call it. And Bill, not only is he an extraordinary trainer, the love that this family gives these animals, and he has multiple. How many dogs do you have now, Bill? 25. But I can tell you firsthand, every animal on that farm, that's their child. Now, I want to talk to you, Bill. First of all, Sailor getting a puppy. What was going on with Lionel in terms of where he's at in his puppyhood? that you have to address as a trainer. The great thing is 
Sailor didn't call me up to board her dog. She called me to help with the training, right. which is so important in the life of any dog, especially at the puppy stage. So right there, that's so responsible that, of course, we're gonna, I was going to help you. But Lionel being a little older, he's like about six months old now, is in the adolescent stage. Okay. So while he may love you, and while he may know what the words mean, he's into doing everything on his own and being defiant. This is the time where we can really set the training, which is just setting limits. You know, you do the right behavior, you get a reward. If you do the wrong behavior, you're still going to have to do it and you get nothing. Right. It's that simple. So Sailor's home is big and beautiful and there are other dogs there. And uh, so I just wanted to get the puppy in that mindset that, yes, you know how to sit, but you're going to sit when I ask you to, but you're going to walk by my side when I ask you to. So that's why it's so important, because if we don't get control of this now between the six and nine month period, he's going to live the rest of his adult life thinking I can do whatever I want. Oh, so this was crucial timing for this training. Perfect. I mean, almost like it was meant to be. And Sailor, I haven't been able to see you until my second vaccine kicked in. So I have not even met this beautiful puppy. I've seen tons of pictures, but, you know, talking to you and your mom, evidently you've done a pretty incredible job with the laying the groundwork. And what were your expectations? Well, you know, I really didn't know. I was very sort of naive on the ownership of a dog because I always had my puppies that we that were our family dogs. So I wasn't entirely in charge of, you know, getting them to behave. It was always my mom and, you know, was in her hands to get them to act however she wanted them to. I really was just there to play with them and feed them and help clean up the poop. But <laughs> that's a big um, help. Go on. A big help. But that was all I really understood with owning a dog. So with getting Lionel, I mean, first day that I had him, I was sort of freaking out because I was like, oh my goodness, I didn't really think it fully through that now I really have to mold this little personality and, you know, mold him to be a respectful and like a kind dog and make sure that he's not defiant and make sure that he's not disrespectful and make sure that he knows his place in our world. So with Bill, I was very excited to hear that, you know, he has this knowledge of all of those little things being so instrumental in a dog's personality and a dog's discipline. So I'm so excited to get Lionel back and to learn even more and put those things into action with him and get him really to understand like I'm his mother and, you know, but he also needs to exist in the world alone and, and I'll of course feed him. He doesn't have to be worried. He you know he has a place to sleep, but I don't want him to be anxious. Yeah. And I know your biggest concern is that, oh no, will he know me when he comes home? <laughs> will he feel the same way about me? You were very worried about that and still a little bit are, right, Sailor? Oh, yes. I mean, I was so scared because I truly was like, I can't leave him for a year. I want him to understand that like he's mine and like, you know, and I wanted us to be best buds. I know that he'll remember me. Okay. Like I, I literally do this like mantra every morning because I get anxiety. I'm like, I miss Lionel so much, but I, I know he'll remember me. This is good for him. He's like going to summer camp. He's going to grow. He's going to evolve. It's going to be great. <laughs> Now, Bill, how is he doing? Where was he at when you picked him up? And where is he at now? Well, let's be clear. He's not a bad dog. He's just a puppy. So he was a little confused about a few things. And, and like some of the things that Sailor had said, you know, he's still teething. So he's still biting people's fingers. And so not only were we teaching him not to do that, but he got to play with another six-month-old puppy. That's your daughter's puppy. That's my daughter's dog. And when he mouthed Charlotte, guess what? She mouthed him back. So oh. now he's getting a good respect of that you don't do that to people or to other dogs. Otherwise, they're going to bite you back. 
So now this puppy Bill is teaching him not to do the problem, right? As well as about 10 other dogs who are older than him and, you know, let him know that it, they don't want to play with him. They're too old or they're, you know, whatever. So that's teaching him respect. The housebreaking that Sailor did, you know, she said he had been crated at night and what, three days before you left, he was able to sleep in the bed and hold it all night. So mm -hmm. he was already doing well in that department. And, you know, we've been going out every two hours and giving him the command, which is Sailor's words, you know, go potty and then rewarding him for going. I'm working and uh, doing school from home. So I'm really just right next to him. So if I see him, I'm really like eagle eye with him 24 seven, okay. which I feel really lucky to be as he's a puppy because when I'm watching him like very closely. So if he's sniffing slightly, even if it's 30 minutes after we just went out, I take him out and he hasn't chewed any shoes or anything because when he started doing that, I was right there and I said, nope. And he hasn't done that again. She's really done a pretty good job. Let, I yeah. have to be honest. I didn't do that well with my dogs. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's why it's just, it's the refinement at this point because they have a beautiful yard. And sometimes when you put him out to go potty, he gets distracted by the birds, by everything. He starts chewing sticks. And so we just wanted to really cement in what go potty means and reward it. So, you know, so when he comes home, he'll be more familiar with it as opposed to just, oh, we're outside having fun. Well, you mentioned to me he was a very smart puppy. He learns pretty fast. What's the one thing he learned extraordinarily quick? Training is not about teaching a dog how to sit, stay, or come. Training is about teaching a dog that you have to listen to the alpha. You know, you have to listen. And so I want to say about five days ago, I started teaching him basic obedience, how to walk on a leash. And at first he was like literally having a tantrum. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. The first day was all about tantrum. And I just didn't let up on it. And then the second day, that diminished by 50%. By the third day, it was down to like 70%. I mean, I just did a lesson with him now. And he's like trotting around by my side. He's sitting, he's staying. So he learned that within five lessons. Sailor's high-fiving. Woohoo! Woohoo! <laughs> Aren't you excited, Sailor? That's amazing. Oh, it's amazing. I want to hear more. Keep going, Bill. Yeah. And, you know, things like he already had good eye contact. When I, I went to Sailor's home, the puppy would just stare at her and really like look for information. Um, and one of the things we're just going to doing is we're just streamlining a lot of what those words mean. Another big thing was he was going outside and chewing everything, sticks, leaves, all that sort of stuff. And by supervising him, we've been saying, no, drop it, no, drop it. And if he doesn't drop it, we follow him and get it from his mouth and playtime's over. So he's learning quickly that if I get something and I don't drop it, I don't get to play anymore and I go in. Because he already knew how to sit and he already knew how to come, but he didn't know that he had to do it when he was asked to do it. Because he'd do it sometimes when he felt like it and other times he'd be like, nope, I'm going to do whatever I want. So, you know, Bill, you are one of the best. I mean, people don't have the opportunity to get a Bill Berloni training session. I can tell you that firsthand. You either have to be on a Broadway stage, on a TV show, on a movie set. But you've only had this dog for less than a week. Are you pretty amazed at what even you were able to teach him? Yes. And, you know, again, Sailor picked a dog who's so well balanced. And in the dog training world, he doesn't have a high prey drive. He doesn't have a high dominance drive. He's not aggressive. He's just really down the middle sweet. So when you have that temperament, it's very easy to turn it around and get them to continue to work for you. So we just had a really good base. He's had a good life with Sailor and he's only been showered with love. So in our method, when you don't listen, you don't get love. 
And that's really shocking to him. Well, we're at the halfway point, because as I said, you picked him up about a week ago, and she's coming home at the end of the week, possibly over the weekend. Sailor, what are you hoping Bill will achieve by the time you get home? What is your wish list for Lionel, other than showering you with kisses? I mean, I think how Bill described it is pretty perfect. It's just like refining those commands. And I think that something that stood out when Bill came to my house is that he said, you really want a dog to respect you. You know, if a dog doesn't respect you, then it's not going to help you out in in the relationship between you and your dog. So I think that really being stern, because sometimes I would go outside and he would be playing with a stick and Sometimes I'd take it away and then sometimes he'd look so cute and I'd be like, okay, I'm just going to let him play with this stick. Bill is going, no, 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 no. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I think it's less about Lionel. It's more about, okay, can Sailor (laughs) actually follow through with being a stern dog owner and making sure that he understands. And I'm really proud of you. You're really dedicated. I mean, I was just at the grocery store. Sailor Brinkley Cook is on the cover of this amazing new magazine. I mean, she's a gorgeous model. You're working on so many things now. Would you like to share them? Because you're going to take Lionel along for the ride. So why not share it with us too? Yeah, this is it's so funny because this is like the Aunt Jilly coming out because I've known Jill since before I was born. I mean, she's known me since when I was in my mom's stomach. So it's like so funny. You're hyping me up here, Jill. Yeah, I've been studying to get my degree as a health coach, well, my certification as a health coach. So that's been the most exciting thing in my life right now. And I am looking forward to what that brings. I mean, I'm working on a couple of things with my friend. We're starting a little bit of a a little bit of a business, but I can't really talk about it right now. And hopefully it'll all sort of morph in with all of the interests that I have in life, photography and health and nutrition and wellness. And I'm looking forward to making something out of this certification. You know, you started out very young, like you were 16 years old when you did your first photo shoot. And just the fact being the daughter of Christy Brinkley, one of the most famous models ever in the world, you've done incredibly well, but I always got the feeling for you, it was more of a job. It wasn't your oxygen. I mean, it's definitely not my passion. I just sort of got into it out of sort of coincidence and convenience, and it gave me a sense of independence. I was able to, you know, start saving up some money at a young age, which I felt was important for like most kids, they get like, you know, jobs. And that was my job when I was growing up was to get some modeling gigs and start saving up. So that sort of is what that is for me. But at the same time, it really grew my love for photography and for creativity and, you know, and videography. And I sort of, when I'm on the shoot, I'm less thinking about like, do I look good? And like, do I look pretty? And what's that shot look of me? Or is this my good side? I'm more like, how's the photographer taking these photos? Like, you know, what memory card is he using? What light set is he using? Like, what are the production people doing? Like, what are these wires connected to? Like the videographer, what setup is that? Like, what rig is that? What is, you know, like I sort of my entire, every job that I've done has been more of a, like taking notes on the production side of things. So it's been a blessing to, you know, be able to do that side of, of the world and have that opportunity and be able to take out of it what I wanted, which was the knowledge for photography and videography and creativity and attach it to 
other things that I'm going to do in life. So, and besides incredible natural beauty, which you inherited from your mother, clearly you also care so much about important issues. You care about the environment. You care about how people treat people. You care about equality. These are things that have been embedded in you since I've known you. Yeah. I've never been uh, one to really stay quiet. I don't really like, I, I mean, it's an issue in my house. Cause I'm always like, I'm the confrontational one. I'm always starting a fight sort of, cause like, <laughs> you know, it's always like, if something is, you know, if I feel a way about something, I'm going to say it. So I think that just sort of goes hand in hand when there's something wrong going on in the world. And you know, politically and socially, I just want to talk about it. I just want to, you know, speak my opinion. And yeah, and, and I sort of just try and do the best that I can in the position that I'm in. And, you know, I have this privilege of having somewhat of a following and having people know me through whether it's through my mom or just through me. So I like to really get out messages that I find are important. And especially I think that I notice like a lot, a lot of my demographic is people that sort of don't have the same views as me. We're talking teenagers and early 20 year olds. And this is important age group to reach. Yeah. I mean, even because I have a lot of like, I live in New York, you know, and, and it's very liberal there. It's very, you know, it's everyone sort of has that, that same opinion, but there's a lot of people that follow me that live in different places that might, you know, and so it's been interesting to have social media to sort of talk, like not only to them, but like with them and understand like what their, you know, what their point of view is, why they think that way. And then sort of express my point of view and why I find it important and just trying to reach people on issues that matter to me and that are close to my heart. And I think that that's sort of like what's more important in this life than to speak up about things that matter. And especially to young people, our future. Yeah. No matter what you do with, you know, working with animals is a blessing of sharing that with the world and, and, you know, talk, being an activist in political and social issues. Like that's important. Everything. I feel like just speaking up about what you believe in is just the most important thing to do. And you've been very outspoken about body image, you know, not to let, if you think you gained a few pounds, who cares? As long as you're healthy, it's always been about health for you. As long as you're fit, strong, and healthy, that's the most. Yeah. I mean, Yeah. And I think that a lot of people take that for granted. Like, you know, we live in a world where we're all like, oh, I gained some weight or oh, my hips are too big or oh, I don't want to fit into this size gene or whatever. But they don't actually say like, oh my gosh, like I'm alive. Like, you know, and it's such an amazing thing to just be alive and just like, like simply as that and to have your health. And like, I feel so lucky because I, you know, I've had such a blessed life where I haven't dealt with many health issues. So I have sort of just really, I try and rephrase things like, okay, I, maybe I don't fit into the size pants I want, but who cares? I'm breathing and I'm healthy <laughs> and I'm alive and that's not the biggest priority. So I've always been sort of outspoken on trying to change the conversation from like being very like negative and, and all of that around bodies and sort of switching it to, but look at what we have. Like, this is just so awesome that we get to, you know, just live and breathe and and walk and move. And for me, it was, you know, when I started running when I was like 13 and when I started working out and doing Pilates, like I was just so excited and so like joy, just like it was a joy to be able to move and sweat and dance and all of that. So I I sort of reshaped my body thinking to, wow, it's so cool that I can move. (laughs) And I'll tell you, as tough as you can be and outspoken, you are such a mush. When I walk into the house, (laughs) all the kids, Sailor will give me the most affectionate hug. 
it's really a beautiful thing. I never feel so loved as when I go to that house. Aww, I'm like, oh my Julie. goodness, it's great. And you can see why your puppy, which we're looking at right now, with all three of us on Zoom in different places, and Sailor, you're on an island, you can see Lionel is waiting for you, Sailor. And Bill, this has been a really fun experience for you to be able to work with someone like Sailor and a wonderful dog like Lionel. You know, I only want to work with people who want to learn. That's so gratifying to me because it's just sharing what I know with others. And I just want to clarify something too. Earlier, Sailor said, I'm going to teach respect. The dog has to respect you. Just want to clarify. It's not in a military way. It's not in a, yes, sir. It's in a parental way, guiding them to, into the right behavior and not necessarily spoiling them because that's not good parenting. So you've got the drive. You've got the desire. I'm just going to give you a few tips on it. Well, we are really excited to see what's going to happen as the week progresses. I know, Bill, you're getting ready to come back out. Sailor, you can't wait to come home. I'm going to be there. And for our listeners, this is really exciting. We've never done this before, an actual before, during, and after. But we are going to do part two with both Sailor and Bill. And Sailor, you're going to tell me how Lionel's changed, what's different, what's new for you to learn. And Bill, you're going to tell me what you taught the dog, maybe something that you never thought you could do before. So we're very excited to follow up. And before we end today, Sailor, you lean in and Lionel, Bill, put Lionel up close to Sailor. So Sailor, <laughs> talk to him, kiss him goodbye till you can see him again. <laughs> oh, I wish I could roll. It's so weird. Look, look at <laughs> oh, uh oh, she's oh crying. God, cry. He's so cute. <laughs> Look at this. Oh, he's listening and he's looking and he's licking the screen. You miss your mommy, Lionel? Look at that face, Oh my Taylor. gosh. I know. <laughs> I can't. He can't grow one more pound. I need to be there. I can't do it. Oh my gosh. He's so cute. He's actually listening. Sailor, thank you so much for taking the time on your vacation. It's been a tough year. And Bill, yeah. you've been working all day on the set. And to come together to talk about this, I feel it's been very informative and educational for our listeners. And I cannot wait till the reunion. Yep. You know, it only takes 15 minutes a day. So even if you work a full day, spend that time with your dog, it'll pay off in the long run. And Sailor, we'll see you at the end of the week. See you at the end of the week. Yay. <laughs> Safe travels. I love you, sweetie. And everyone, thank you so much for joining us on Rappaport to the Rescue. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand only on PetLifeRadio.com.